Welcome to the Nurse Shark Academy Show, a Baxter Professional Services production. Welcome to the Nurse Shark Academy Show, where we're experts in nursing and experts in business. I'm Tina Baxter, and I'm your host. The Nurse Shark Academy Show highlights nurse business owners and others in the healthcare field who promote entrepreneurship. We interview nurse leaders and encourage them to tell their story. Join us and support these wonderful nurse entrepreneurs and leaders. On today's segment, we're happy to welcome Dina Lagan. Dina is a registered nurse and the founder of Wellness Warriors for Life. She's here to talk about how cancer saved one nurse's life. Hello and uh, welcome to the Nurse Shark Academy, where we are experts in nursing and experts in business. Uh, today's session, I'm very glad to have Adina Leglin. Uh, she's a certified life and wellness coach who uses her personal and professional experience to support her clients in remission, to conquer fears, to achieve a life filled with joy, freedom, and inner peace. Uh, Dina has been uh, a registered nurse in the EMT for over 30 years. So welcome, Dina, to the show. Thank you, Tina. It's an honor to be here today. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Oh, my goodness. Where do I start? Um, I wanted to be a nurse since I was little, to be honest with you. I knew I wanted to take care of people. And um, from the time I was like five years old, I helped take care of my sister when she was born. And it was something that was just part of who, who I am in from my core, because I used to take care of the kids in the neighborhood when they skinned their knees. And, you know, I helped take care of family members. And, you know, once I got into high school, I started looking around when I was ready to, to graduate high school and I was looking at nursing schools and whatnot. And I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And of course I graduated from nursing school and here I am a nurse for over 30 years. And it was just, it's just such a rewarding career. I have to say it. And, uh, I hope that your listeners, you know, understand what it takes to be a nurse, you know, and I'm really excited to be here and see how I can help your audience and just have that conversation about us nurses. It's great. That's wonderful. So what was your first nursing job? Oh, I actually was a nursing assistant first. So when I was in nursing school, yep. shout out to nursing assistant. Yes, I just loved my nursing assistant. I just loved that job. To be honest with you, I keep saying for years and years and years, I've always said that was such a great job. I learned so much, especially being in nursing school that they knew. So the doctors, the seasoned nurses, uh, the physical therapists, anybody in the hospital would take me and say, okay, come with me. I want you to see this. I want you to learn this. Mm -hmm. So I was a CNA first for about two and a half years. And why I was going to nursing school, I was eligible to take the LPN boards. So then I became a licensed professional nurse as I was still going for my bachelor's degree for registered nurse. And I, I started working as an LPN 
as I was going through school as well. And then I graduated from nursing school. And my first job out of nursing school was at the surgical intensive care unit. They were taking graduates. And for, I, I did that for about two and a half years. And what ended up happening with me, I don't know if any of the listeners can relate to this, but I used to work the night shift and my body could just not adjust. Long time night shift nurse. Oh, I could, my, I'm not that type of person. If I don't get my eight hours of sleep, I could be like a lion. (laughs) (laughs) So it actually played havoc on my digestive system and I got sick. And when I got sick, I was in the hospital and back in the day in the eighties, we were, you know, home care was a lot freer than it is today, which me, what I mean by that is that they let you have a home care nurse for almost anything. Yes. And yes. I had a, a home care nurse come to my house and we just started talking. And the next thing you know, I was a home care nurse. So the majority of my nursing career was in home care. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. I, I worked as a home health aide, CNA, ended up working as a hospice aide. And then oh when gosh. I became a nurse practitioner, I was a hospice nurse practitioner. <laughs> so wow. I had a chance to go back to that. Um, I worked in nursing homes and then as a nurse practitioner, I went back to the nursing homes. <laughs> um, so I think it comes full circle sometimes. What you're doing. Absolutely. I, I agree with you 100% about it coming full circle because one of my home care uh, positions was being the supervisor for the whole entire home health aid department. Oh, wow. So I had 46 home health aides that I was in charge of, along with the hospice home health aides. And that was just so rewarding because taking care of patients from a nursing perspective, but let's face it, who's with them the most, especially in home care, are the home health aides and the certified nursing assistants or the companions, you know, and I just had such a wonderful rapport with them because I always made them feel comfortable enough and safe enough so they could talk to me because I told them I was, I was an aide too before I became a nurse. I never forget where I came from. And that's something, yeah. And that was something that was instilled with in me from my father because my father always owned his own business and he says you always remember where you come from you know so it's it's interesting did <laughs> you ever work for your father's business no <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny because my my grandmother owned her own business my grandfather both my grandfathers owned their own businesses then my father and my uncle became partners in the family business And growing up like that, it was just like, nope, don't want this. Don't want my own business. Nope, 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 nope. So myself, my sister, and my brother, we all went down different career paths. And it's funny on how the last three, four, five years, I own my own business now. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So the genes were there. Those entrepreneurial genes were there. They just were dormant for a while. (laughs) Yes, for a very long time. You know, but I can't, I have to admit my career meant the world to me as a nurse. What's the, 
what's the one experience that you remember the most from your time in nursing? What's the best and what's the worst? The best. All right, let's do the worst first. The worst was a 20 something year old gentleman. I think he was around 24 to 26. And I came into work one day and they told me, you know, they started telling us about the patients that came in. And this young gentleman was uh, pretty much in a coma. And he was. Mm -hmm. He decided that he wanted to try to take his own life. Mm -hmm. And he ran his car right into a tree. And he was paralyzed from the waist down. And to see somebody close to my age at that time mm -hmm. took me by surprise. And the positive side of that was it was just, I learned how to be able to speak to people, whether you think they could hear you or not. So the nurses taught me that I worked with, just talk to him as if he was going to answer you. So I would walk into his room every day and say, say hello, say his name, you know, I'd be like, how you doing today? I know he's not going to answer me, you know, and I tell him the sun is shining or it's snowing or it's raining, what day it is, what time it is. Um, I would say, you know, mom, mom visited you today. I wonder what you talked about. You know, like I would just talk to him as if he was going to answer me. Right. And every so often he would, you know, acknowledge that you, someone was there, which was amazing to me being so young because I was in my 20s right. you know and um <clears throat> so that worst experience I found the positive in it and he ended up going to he was with us in the hospital for a couple of months but then he ended up going to an amazing rehab center in another state and I truly don't know what happened you know and that was that's also the hard part in nursing not yes. knowing what happens to your patients when they leave the hospital. And I believe in my heart that that's how I became a home care nurse because I wanted to know where people, where they went after they left the hospital. Who took care of them? Were they alone? Did they have the love and the support they needed? And it was amazing on the things that I saw in home care. Yes, I, I in home care, you have the gamut. I remember we used to have um, psychiatric home care teams. Yes. And we would go out and visit the patients and make sure that they took their medications. And when I was uh, finishing up in nursing school, we had a um, missions trip that you have to do. It's all part of your experience. Wow. And so we went to Washington, D.C. Um, and we were out with a public health nurse. Mm -hmm. And so the public health nurse was trying to find all these people to give them their psychiatric medication. And there was one gentleman that he was very paranoid. So we weren't allowed to go in the home. The nurse could only go in the home. Right. Um, but he had to get his HIV meds. Mm -hmm. And it was that experience of going to an HIV hospice and seeing that, that really helped me to have more compassion um, for the dying. So when, when I 
became a nurse practitioner. That's when I really found that I enjoyed being in hospice right. care. And I did, I've done a variety of things too. But okay, so let's let's fast forward a little bit. So how did you transition into becoming uh, an entrepreneur with uh, Wellness Warriors for Life? Well, that is a great question. And thanks for asking it. When it was actually January of 2020 that I was just like, I was working for a couple of doctor's offices at this point. Uh, I had a few different jobs as well. Like I said, the majority of my nursing career was in home care, but I also worked as a nursing lab instructor in the college that I went to nursing school. I was a school nurse for a little while in between home care when my kids were little. So I was a school nurse. Uh, and then I started working in, in doctor's office that did integrative medicine, very holistic, you know, all kinds of vitamin infusions and all kinds of different things, actually. And after a while, I was just like, something's missing. Something, I, I want to do something different. How can I take this spin on, you know, coaching people? Because let's face it, in nursing, we coach a, and educate and inspire yes. a lot of people. Lot Anybody too. we come in contact with. <laughs> so I wanted to take it one step further. And I said to myself, I want to coach people to get healthy. That was the original plan. And I said to myself, how can I coach people without the certification? I said, you know, you need the credibility. I mean, yes, I know how to coach people for so long, but I just wanted to learn more. And I got my certifications. It took me two years to get my health certification and my life, life coach certification. And then I decided, okay, let me go down the path of getting everybody healthy, one person at a time, changing one habit at a time, because back in 2010, I had lost over 100 pounds. And I was like, okay, let's get everybody on the bandwagon to get healthy. And things were working well. So I was like, okay, great. This is going well. And then six years later, after losing all that weight and getting as healthy as I can possibly be, I got diagnosed with an aggressive form of breast cancer. Oh my. Yes. And I went through a year worth of chemotherapy, bilateral mastectomy. I'm up to my, my fifth, almost my fifth reconstructive surgery. Cause I still need one more surgery. So when I was talking about coaching women and men, I was in a conversation with somebody and they said to me, they were talking to me about the cancer and I was telling them how I went, how I got through it and everything. And I said the words, cancer saved my life and my other fears almost killed me. And they were like, what did you just say? And your listeners are going to say, what is she talking about? Right. <laughs> because here you are diagnosed with aggressive form of breast cancer and there's other fears that you have that you think might be worse than the cancer. And for me, it was, it was the fear of being judged and not loved because I had to take care of myself first now 
and heal myself. And as you know, as nurses and, and as women, we nurture and care for everybody else. We're yeah. on the back burner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I finally said those words and I started talking to other women, that's how I created Wellness Warriors for Life. It's my coaching business that I coach people one-on-one or in group settings. I'm guest speakers on podcasts and I, I speak in person and I do presentations virtually, you know, you know how it is today. It's just so much easier. easier. And it has been so rewarding. So the wellness word for wellness warriors for life is the health journey that I went through. And the warrior word is for the breast cancer. And I said to myself, why not be like this for life? Let's find that inner warrior in us to let go of whatever we're so fearful of or afraid of that's stopping us from living a life of freedom and joy and inner peace. And when I say it out loud, it totally makes sense. And that's my mission is to to educate and inspire and support those who want to conquer those fears. Sounds wonderful. That sounds great because Thank I know we we all have them. Yes, I'm yes. not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not short enough. I, you know, whatever it is that's keeping us from being our best selves. Exactly, and and it truly paralyzes us. And when we become that fearful and afraid to take the steps that we need to to live the life that we want. And internally, physically, it disrupts a lot of things. Our immune system, our digestive system, you know, our emotions, the mental awareness that sometimes we don't have because we're so fearful. Exactly. I heard um, a definition of fear as false expectations appearing real. Yes. And I think that a lot of times we get in our heads when I work with business owners, uh, nurses who want to be business owners, Mm -hmm. it's that fear of, um, I don't know what I, you know, what to do or how to do or how I'm going to pay for it. And, and and, those things are, you can figure it out. Yes, it it is. Tina, you are 100% correct because that's who I was. And, and it still happens. It still occurs. Those fears. You know, I have learned how to identify the fear and then find the root cause of the fear and then have used certain tools and strategies and ways to overcome it in order to be able to be resilient to the fact where those fears never go away. It's just a matter of now how quickly I can maneuver them or anybody else can, you know, navigate through them much quicker where it doesn't bring you down. Right. You know, so it's, it's what I do with fear is I know that the statement that you just said, but what I do with the, what I explain to a lot of my clients is how would it feel to take that word fear and turn it into feeling excited and ready Mm -hmm. to enjoy 
your life the way you want on your terms now. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So how long have you had your uh, wellness warriors? You said you started in 2020. I went through my certifications when I was actually going through my breast cancer journey. So, so from 2017 to 2019 is when I got all my certifications. So right after that, I started the LLC of wellness warriors for life. How did that work with the pandemic? <laughs> I mean, were there challenges because of being yes. shut down? And there were challenges because I, like I said, I was going down the path of being the health coach and getting everybody healthy. And what happened was, I was supposed to start three groups in three different locations with an acupuncture office, a wellness center, and a chiropractor's office. And they all got shut down because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, okay, how am I going to pivot? What's, what is, what's going on here? And that's when I got into, everybody was virtually networking. So, you know, when, when everything shut down, I met a lot of people across the world <laughs> by virtual networking. And that's when I started to discover that I truly wanted to work with women that were going through cancer or in remission and beyond to conquer their fears. Cause that's when I really totally pivoted. Okay. You know, I know a lot of people say that COVID turned their businesses around, whether they were working for somebody and started their own business and it just made you stop and think, what do you want? Who you are? How am I going to pursue this? And like you said before, we find the ways. <laughs> we find, we're resilient. We're nurses. Right. We know how to find things to get things done. I mean, how many times have we been on the floor and didn't have the proper equipment and we figure out a way to work around it to Absolutely. get what was needed for the patient? I mean, we do that all the time. I think as nurses, I always said that we were a cop, an investigator, we're the social worker, yep. we're even the doctor, you know, like all of the, <laughs> we wear, we wear all the hats, right? Exactly. Because we're that, that stop gap. We're that first line of defense for the patient. And so yes. we're the first ones to say, mm, something's wrong with Mrs. Smith. I'm not sure what it is, but she's not right. <laughs> and that's when we begin that investigation. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, it's so true because I was an EMT for my local fire department for 30 years, as long as I've been a nurse as well. Um, and that was a little tricky because I couldn't do things as a nurse on the ambulance. I'm the EMT. I only, there was only so much I could do, but I, as you said, you just brought up a good point. You knew something was going on with the patient and nine times out of 10, when, when a patient is, is not doing well, I would tell my EMT partners, uh, we need to, to get to this hospital quicker because A, B, and C is going to happen. And they're like, how do you know that? Cause I never really told people I was a nurse because I needed to separate myself. Right. And they were like, wow, you were right. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> we develop almost a sixth sense. <laughs> yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's and sometimes it, a little scary. It is a little scary. They're, you know, you're looking at them, they're like, they seem fine, they're talking okay, but something's off. Yes. And sure enough, sometime during that night, they crash. Yep. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. But it's it's still very rewarding though, because mm -hmm. you know what could possibly take place as it's going on. And you're, you could be one step ahead and know, okay, I need to get this ready or that ready in case this is going to truly happen, you know? Yeah. Now you said that you were, you were working with a, a chiropractic office, et cetera, et cetera, pre-pandemic. Uh, currently, what now are you working on? Right now, I actually do a couple of things. I still work with the chiropractor's office. I live in Florida, right? I, I moved to Florida. I was born and raised on Long Island, New York, and I'm here for almost two years. When the pandemic hit, and then they were allowing people to go into like the chiropractor's office, mm -hmm. I ended up becoming his wellness coach, his wellness nurse. He would turn it around, figure out which way he wanted to introduce me. <laughs> so I would help with his, we had, we had a partnership where he decided to put his patients, they would follow a three month plan or a six month plan. And I would coach them through the plan, okay. you know, with, with their, with their eating and their movement and their stress levels. So he allowed me as a coach to use the tools to dig deeper so that they would be successful on the, on the plan. Right. Mm -hmm. Till this day, I still do that. I do it now all virtually. Okay. So I do that. And I also have my own private one-on-one -on -one coaching uh, clients that I do as well. And I have been doing, uh, you know, guest podcasting, and, you know, doing some talks here in the, in the area, I've done plenty of talks virtually. And the other thing that's truly, there's just so much happening right now. I actually wrote a chapter in three different books Ooh. and hopefully by middle of the year, they will be published, which is so exciting. And I have two other things that I do. I have myself and three other women formed a healing group called the breast connection healing plus pre prevention plus healing. And that is for anybody who wants to learn breast health. It's not only cancer patients or cancer survivors or someone going through the process of breast cancer, but anybody who's had some kind of breast surgery and the newest thing that's happening is that on March 31st, I am launching a podcast with a woman who was diagnosed with the same exact breast cancer as I was. Two different journeys, but we've been talking for over a year. We became really good friends. And the podcast is called 
heal inside and out, real and raw in breast cancer. So we're going to talk about the things that nobody wants to talk about. All right. <laughs> so there's great. so many things going on. And, and I truly appreciate you asking and allowing me to tell your audience exactly what's going on. <laughs> well, that's, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm, curious I can't wait to hear that it's not fortunately been my story but I know other women who have survived breast cancer mm -hmm. and um, in fact it was last October we had a, a breast cancer walk and then they did a luncheon um, for women uh, who survived breast cancer and other cancers mm -hmm. um, and it was great we had one of our mm -hmm. uh, local uh, news anchors who wow. also had survived breast cancer as a speaker Wow. So, That's yeah, amazing. I'd, I'd love for them to uh, hear your podcast. So let me know when it comes out. Yes, sure I will. Get that, Thank you. Get that going. Okay. So um, because we're here and we talk about business and, and launching your own business as a nurse, what were some of the challenges that you had um, in just getting started, the startup process for you? I know you said you had to take the classes for certification, but I'm talking about more specifically about hanging out your shingle and getting that first client. Yes, yeah. It was tough. It was, you know, forming an LLC and doing all the paperwork, naming the company, all of the 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 back end things was once again very very fearful. <laughs> there was a lot of fears there. And it was actually learning what my goals would be, trying to put it down on paper, what I wanted in three months, six months, nine months, a year, three-year plan, five-year plan. And like you said, going through that process and not knowing the answers was one of the hardest things, you know, being able to say, okay, I have this, this is, this is my message. This is who I want to help. This is, this is how I'm going to do it. Now it's time to get it out there. Mm -hmm. Yes. I created a website, you know, I created, I'm on social media, you know, I had to now hire a virtual assistant because there's just, I don't have the time because I want to be more creative, plus working with my, all of the clients. It's like, I don't have enough time, you know? And the thing is, is being able to know what you need help with. Yes. And for the longest time, it took me a little while to say, what do I need help with? And it was, it's more of the back end office type of administration work that I just one man show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. It's it is work. You know, there's times where I'm thinking about, okay, what is the theme that I want for this month on social media? You know, recording videos. Uh, how am I going to market this? Am I going to take ads out? I speak about what I do to everybody and anybody. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. That is one thing that I learned to do, Tina, like when I go to in-person networking groups or virtual, um, 
if I feel like some, someone is a great connection, it's really about building those relationships. It's not about my name is, this is the name of my business. These are my services, yada, yada, yada. It's, it's a truly about getting to know somebody. Yes. Just like you and I, we've had a couple of conversations, <laughs> Yeah. you know, and it's, we, we, came together through the grand connection, but it was just so nice to have just a conversation and get to know who somebody is. Exactly. And, then, and, and it takes time. Yes. Oh, it yes. Takes time. Your audience needs to know that this does not happen overnight. <laughs> no, it, it takes time to build a business, but that's okay. Exactly. It's Okay. I mean, for it, for instance, it took me two years to get this podcast off the ground. <laughs> and you know what was the biggest stumbling block? Fear. Thank you. I know. I, we all, I, we're all in it together. Yeah. I just thought, oh, would it be so hard to learn how to do the things to get it done? And <laughs> yes. But in what I didn't realize is I was already doing it. <laughs> yes. I just didn't have specific skills to further it along but now I figured that part out and you know so we've launched in December that is fantastic yeah congratulations yes you are 100 and I keep saying that I don't mean to keep saying that to your audience you're 100 percent correct but it is just if they could I don't if they could see me they'd see my hands going around because I'm so excited about talking to you about this because we have to give ourselves the permission, the grace to learn and grow. Yes. Without a doubt. We don't, I don't want your listeners to say, I gave it two months and I'm thrown in the towel. No, it's like you said, it takes time. I never thought that I would launch a podcast. I never thought I'd write chapters in books. You know, I'm like, I'm not a writer going to do this? And I just did a brain dump about certain things. And the next thing you know, there are the chapters. There you go. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I had somebody, I had my daughter go through it. My youngest daughter is an environmental lawyer. So she write, reads and writes a lot of articles, documents, whatever. And she loves to edit, ghostwrite and all of that stuff. And the chapters came out wonderful. They're my, it's my story. And that, that was, I, that's one of the things that your audience might feel. You might feel like, am I smart enough to do this? Will I feel like an imposter? Do I have enough knowledge? How am I going to do this? Uh, I'm not a writer. I, I don't know how to do A, B, and C. Okay. You don't have to know everything. No. What you have to know is what you're capable of doing and want to do versus the things that you, that take so much energy that you're not focusing on the business. You're doing the back end stuff, you know? Yeah. Yes. Some people love all of that. I am not a tech person. I just did, you know, I am not the typical, I have no problem getting on social media but writing content, I know what I want. I tell my VA what I want. 
She creates content. It is my words, though. Right. She just rewrites it in a way that flows nicely. So that's not my biggest strong suit. My biggest strong suit is really coaching women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I would like to say, you know, tapping into those skills that you have, that those talents that you have naturally and using that with the knowledge that you gain is what makes you successful. Yes. And I think if we just let ourselves um, think a little bit bigger, Oh, we'll dream more things. I mean, dream big. Yes. Dream big. I never thought I'd have a podcast, a blog, um, <laughs> working as a legal nurse consultant and doing this other things. I never, never dreamed of any of this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Never, never would have seen this coming. So I think this is great. And so um, you, you, uh, we have your social media links here. We'll list oh, those you. in the program notes so people who want to work with you can get in touch with you. Um, thank you. Did you have, uh, I see you had something on uh, for our audience that they can actually book a complimentary session with you? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. And then um, when they, uh, after they booked their session with you, and they can certainly want to work with her um, at the uh, Wellness Warriors for Life. And we'll look forward to hearing about your uh, book that's coming out, your books, your chapters. And we'll <laughs> certainly, if you uh, let me know when those are published, we'll add those yes. to show, notes, show notes if we can. Thank you. And your podcast link as well. And then we'll do. One, one last final question. Yes. Um, if you had one piece of advice for a brand new nurse entrepreneur out there, what would it be? Oh, what would be the advice? The advice would be don't give up. Seriously, you have that dream. You have that idea of what your business, what you want your business to be. Write it down. Do a word dump, a brain dump, and just get it out and look it over, reread it, and dream big because you can do it. If we can do it, you can do it. That's right. So this is Dina Leagland uh, with Wellness Warriors for Life. And how do we contact you? What's your website? It's wellnesswarriorsforlife.com or you can email me at dina at wellnesswarriorsforlife.com. All right. Well, thank you, Dina, for you've been great and wonderful. Um, And this has been a wealth of information for our listeners. This is the Nurse Shark Academy show where we talk to nurses who are business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders out there in the space doing it. And so I want to thank you for tuning in for this week and we'll see you at the next time. Bye bye. Wait, wait, don't go. There's a very important announcement from the Nurse Shark Academy. Look for the information at the nursesharkacademy.biz. Hi, this is Tina Baxter, and thank you for listening to our podcast and watching our video on YouTube. I want to thank you for joining us today. But before you go, please don't forget that we have a Nurse Shark Academy Freedom Finance Workshop coming up on March the 29th. 
2023 from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, We're going to bust the myths of having no time, no money, and no idea where to start to launch your own business as a nurse. So join us for the Nurse Shark Academy Freedom Finance Workshop on March 29th from 3 to 5. And please, before you go, please like, subscribe, and share our videos and our podcast content. Thank you.